0: been a minute it's been a minute i took some time off this summer from recording um i apologize for that i'll be honest i wasn't doing cool summer shit i was not in mykonos or anything like that ibiza no fun places to say no fun places to post i have been mostly in long branch new jersey with the exception of a weekend wedding getaway for my cousin uh working my tail off as they say um, it's been a lot of fun. I've had a very, very good summer. It's the, it's Labor Day. Labor Day just ended. I'm um, sorry. It was Labor Day yesterday. That's what you do on Labor Day, right? You don't know what day it is, right? It's Tuesday. Feels like Monday. But Chris 3, welcome. We have a little bit of a different format today. No Nando. He's a very busy man this time of year. Uh, for those of you that don't follow Nando's day job, you should check him out. Um, anyone that does fantasy football or if you, uh, are, you know, you're married to somebody that, that does fantasy football, dating, whatever. Nando is legitimately one of the best people in the... Uh, he's like one of the most trusted voices in it. Uh, he's very... Um, I don't know his exact job, but he's at the Athletic and New York Times, I think. I don't know. But I roll with cool people, man. You know, and sometimes cool people got to do cool people shit. And Nando's got to step up and he's got to do uh, fantasy football stuff. And that's when Chris steps up and says, I'll just do Chris 3 alone. Um, I don't have a topic this week, so I, I did want to talk. I think I've kind of alluded to it a few times. Um, I've been meaning to do this. I, I might, we'll see. There's going to be some changes with Chris three, but uh, just so you're clear, like I'm, I'm opening two restaurants right now. Uh, one I've already one one I've already been at for about two months now, and the other one should be opening in the next uh, several weeks. And um, anyone that knows me knows that is a literal dream come true for me. I'm extremely excited. I have partners that. Um, i i really admire and trust and and i look forward to kind of growing with and working with so um, i have a lot of good shit coming but a lot of that comes with uh sacrifice and the easiest sacrifice to make was unfortunately uh quality curse episodes because that was so much time and um more than you would probably think and research and and just coming up with fun ways to tie it in and i really did make it as complicated as i could make it because it was my main gig at the time um so, I yeah, I, I started this when I had really no prospects of anything that was going to be, like, my full-time thing. I, I um was doing some work at the hotel and stuff that I did with my brother that I know he kept uh, people abreast on over at Deer Albee, but uh, I just wanted something different. Um, I basically did—I don't want to say I did nothing, but I just did little odd jobs and things to try to figure out what my uh, full-time, you know, 30s were going to be consumed of. And— uh, this restaurant opportunity was, again, something I've just always wanted. I knew it's what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to end up doing a restaurant, but what was it? Who was it with? And um, we'll, we'll get into that, honestly. Well, th- that's kind of going to be my plan now is since it's all-consuming, uh, I love doing the podcast. It's very therapeutic for me. It's something that I've enjoyed uh, getting feedback from. I do love doing the history thing, so that's not going anywhere um, right away, but i just thought while it's ever present in my mind and it's basically all I could think about. And instead of me going into history mode and trying to make it relevant to what's actually on my brain, I'd rather just tell you what's on my mind because a lot of the time it's pretty interesting. And at its core, it's a, uh, it's a, a young guy starting a new business, you know, and going into something not as young as I used to be, I suppose, but it's, uh, you know, somebody starting something and, and, you know, if you really wanted to be, um kind of romantic about it. it it's someone kind of chasing their dream and, and doing what um they've always wanted to do and in my opinion what I really think i'm I'm meant to do um because it's all I even when I'm not working that's all I care about i I don't pass a restaurant without reading their menu I look at dessert menus I've never ordered dessert I just like um that world so much and I'm very excited to once again be thrown back into it <laughs> so basically I have nunzio's Uh, that's a pizza place in Long Branch. It's been open for about 70 years. Uh, I took it over about two months ago. Um, again, I have partners. When I say I, I'm really representing a bunch of other people that, uh, didn't sign up to be on this podcast. So I don't want to, um, you know, say their name and talk about, talk about their shit. Sorry for the cough. There's a cough button I just learned too. I just didn't use it just now. So my bad. Um, anyway, that was, um, That's Nunzio's, right? 70 years, been there, two months. It's, you know, they never took credit cards. They never delivered a lot of stuff, but they have some great pizza, great uh, customers, great. um, It's a great history there. And it's right next to Lino's, which will be uh, the original project that drew me down to that area uh, with my partner, Pat. So um, that is kind of a build-out project. So I've been saying, like, Nunzio's is like the bear season one. Relino's Lino's is the bear season two, for any of those who get that reference. And just two totally different approaches into the restaurant world, into service, into food, into concept. Um, and it's just a bit of a head trip because you kind of have to, even though they're right next to each other, you walk into different doors with two totally different mentalities and totally different goals. Um, and it's cool. It's, it's a really cool challenge for anyone that's ever done it. So I just think while I'm doing the restaurant build out, and um you know we're doing it all we didn't hire design, designers or anything like that we're doing the design work ourselves or picking out the materials ourselves um i mean everything so obviously with the builders and stuff but we we're doing a lot of that heavy lifting um you know in, in things comfort zones that that aren't exactly mine right so a couple of different kind of approaches and uh, all new things to me uh and i'm not really i i work with my family Uh, on this project, but not super directly. Uh, My dad obviously has a tremendous wealth of restaurant knowledge, so I've been bouncing a ton of stuff off of him. My brother helps me with all of the business uh, BS, so to speak, that I just don't have the patience or time for, Um, meaning the, you know, just like contracts and things like that uh, that I don't really care about. So I can find myself in a vulnerable position sometimes, because I don't really read fine print, because uh, I just don't have that kind of bandwidth. I like to think about the fun, creative stuff, the food stuff, the then the not so fun, creative restaurant stuff. But the um, so he's been a huge help there. Anyway, I don't want to keep going in on that, but that's going to be well, yeah. What I'm hoping to do is go into kind of like um, just people that I admire in the business, or just in general anyone I think that could help me in this process. They might be my guest on here for now um again when i have a good topic for 3 i'm definitely going to go into it and do the traditional show but while my brain is kind of completely consumed with uh what's upcoming i just want to be forthright and just own that instead and again i think it's kind of cool it's a little bit closer to i think what people have seen me do uh with like housewives and manzo where there's like a, a its own real storyline because uh that's what it feels like for the first time kind of since those days is that I'm taking on something interesting enough to share. So uh, hopefully you care about that. And if you don't, um, I don't know, I guess keep doing what you're doing because I really wasn't putting episodes out anyway. So you're really not too upset. So uh, let's just get right into uh, the the reason I picked up the microphones today. I'm coming off a hell week and I think it's it's actually comical how bad it got. So... I'm going to leave out a lot of it because it is again personal to some others, but filed under the good help is hard to find these days. Um, but we, I went to California as I mentioned for my cousin's wedding. It was a great time. It was myself and Leah, Alan, Chelsea went out to, uh, to celebrate my cousin Joe and Emily um, getting married, and it was like a farm in California. I've never seen. Maybe this is ignorant of me as an East Coaster, but I've never seen like the ocean next to a farm. It was really, really beautiful. So cool. I was, like, in a greenhouse, but, like, on the ocean, but a farm, and dirt, but sand. It was um, just different than, than most settings, and Joe was, like, a world traveler. He knows what the hell he's looking for when he goes places, uh, but we took a red eye back for reasons that I can't really explain, but we did, and we kind of lose the day, and um so it just kind of started me off on like a weird mode all week. And then Tuesday was a very weird day at work. I got back and some people just weren't showing up. So I just have to do a little bit more work than usual. And I'm cooking and cutting pizzas and uh, doing all the stuff you signed up for. So I have no issues with that. But while we're on this topic fall season i'm talking about red eyes i'm talking about being jam-packed to work i have no kids i have no family i have nothing like that to keep me busy when i'm at home but i do know that plenty of people are not like me so when the fall season is in swing you might be looking for wholesome convenient meals for jam-packed days factor america's number one ready to eat meal kit that could help fuel you up with fast chef prepared dietitian uh, approved ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door you'll save time eat well and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle I uh, just adjust to your autumn without missing a step. Choose from 34 weekly flavored packed, never frozen, fresh meals, ready to eat in two minutes. This is actually great for someone like me. Again, I'm talking about the restaurant business and you're like, Oh, you're surrounded by food. Why would you need something like that? Because you just don't want to eat the same thing that you're surrounded by every single day. You know? And so to be able to go home and not make a new mess and not do anything. I actually um I use factory meals all the time because I I, I First of all, they let me order some stuff. But second, um, it, it's the opposite of what I would normally do at work, right? So if I'm running around scrambling, cooking, now I just – that doesn't take two minutes. Trust me. Setting it up doesn't take two minutes. Cleaning it doesn't take two minutes. Eating it barely takes two minutes. So to actually have something that I could just pull out of the fridge, um, you know, build a little bit, throw in the microwave and get get to work – it's perfect for me. They also do uh, lunch on the go. So obviously I'm talking about my night job, but you guys have day jobs. I'm assuming some of you, if you're too busy running around during the day to think about lunch, keep it up with lunch to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls, salad toppers that are ready to go, ready to go all the time. No microwave required. So you don't even really even have to heat up most of it. So, or a lot of it, I should say. So Head to factormeals.com slash christery50. Use code christery50 and get 50% off. That's christery50 at factormeals.com slash christery50. 50% off is a good deal. I have to say, when I get something that says 50% off, meaning like as an ad read, like when I get one that says, oh, this company wants you to read for them, um, and they're offering your your listeners 50% off, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm doing something right as a podcast host. Because, like, no one wants to get fifty percent off of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it's for marketing, but I feel like, like when I listen, I listen to some podcasts, and I think some people I could tell they're shitty because they only get twenty five percent off. I don't want to take shots at anybody, but I'm always like, oh, I don't know if they have a good relationship with this advertiser because twenty five percent off is kind of like fifty. Fifty is half the damn product, so I don't know. I would take advantage of it if I were you guys. I've done it; tastes great. And, again, it, I have a busy life, man. I'm always running around. I'm very rarely standing still. I love – here's my thing. It's not that I can't cook. I love to cook. I cook all the time. I take cooking so seriously that if I don't have the time to do it, I just won't eat. So I love the idea that I could heat things up, uh, have it fresh or not heat it up. Just a grain bowl or whatever. I'm still doing the read, and it was over. I don't even have to do it anymore. That's my bad. So, all right, back to my week. So I did a lot of cooking um, – this week, a lot of uh, mopping. Uh, in fact, so I'm driving down one day, and I have a pretty long commute to work. And uh, I was driving to uh, to a meeting early in the morning, which for me is not great. Um, I and I got into a car accident. I don't. There's really no point in going into the X's and O's of it. But I got into a car accident, and it like like a like a fucking airbags car accident. Like the bags run off, and um, it's never. I don't know. I don't really think about it a whole lot, but I I drive a lot. And so my first thought was, wow, it's it's weird how easy it is to get into a car accident considering... Like, I know it's obvious, but like for how often you drive, knock on wood, all of you, if you're driving now, but it's so easy to do. So the amount that we all avoid it, maybe give ourselves a pat on the back for that before we start criticizing. Um, But... It was crazy. I've never dealt with the airbag situation before. I actually never been to an accident prior to that. Um, I think I've been in one as a passenger, but never driving. And um, I was fine. I just, I hopped right out. Uh, Other people were fine too. Um, But, and I was late for my meeting. And then I went to work and I, the person that, again, we're down a few people and um, it's Labor Day weekend on the shore. So I was just like mopping and I took a train home a lot of it just felt sad. Um but again, like totally untouched, but I still sit here before you reading this podcast or I'm sorry, doing ad-reads and doing this podcast to you. A scarred man. I have blood on my hands, blood on my chest. I have a big cut on my finger that probably needs stitches to be honest with you. And you might say, "Chris, but I thought you emerged unscathed from the car accident." And I would say, "Dear listener, I did. But um the next day, I had work, and it was busy. And again, I keep repeating this, but it's just been like me and a really, really awesome core team uh, that's getting a lot done. And again, for um, if you're not familiar with Labor Day down, down the Jersey Shore, it's a very, very busy time. And we're a pizza place, right? So a lot of people want to grab a quick pie to bring to the beach, bring to their family, uh, bring to their shore house when they pack it up or whatever. So we ca- we stayed pretty busy, thank God. And, um, but again, just kind of doing a lot, but since I, I crashed my car, I don't have access to it. Obviously I've been using, um, my, my brother's car, right. Cause I think he's got a, one that he, him and Chelsea use or maybe a spare. I don't really know, but it's a, it's a Jeep Wrangler. I think he used to drive on the show. It's, it's kind of like the, like the family car, I think now. And, um, it's slow. It's got like big ass wheels and it's the equivalent of. The uh, like when you're on a roller coaster and it's starting and it goes up and it's just like chuck, 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 and like kind of jerks you around. Um, So it's like taking a horse and carriage 90 miles to work every day. So you kind of don't mind the drive when you have your own car and you're in your own space. You could do a podcast, audiobook, book, some music, whatever. But in Al's car, it's just music, which I could live with. And, um, but it's just got this like rumbling sound. It's just an awful car. I, I, it, his whole wound up thing makes so much more sense when you realize what kind of car he drives every day. Um, so cheers to him for no longer driving that car right now. I'll let you know what I come up with. But again, you say, Chris, you talk about this car and that that, there's been no issues again, knock on wood with that. So I go through the rest of my week. A lot of weird little things keep happening, weird interactions with business people, with uh, customers and um, employees and stuff like that. Just like, again, I can get into it, but it's kind of weird. I'll I'll start doing that when I get more into the restaurant thing and explain to some of these uh, people and characters, so to speak, are around me. But um, I say to myself, I'm going to go, uh, we had a party on uh, Labor Day, my family had a party. So I said, oh, I'm going to go stay by uh, Leah tonight, and then I will drive her to my mom's house in the morning, and um, we will do the Labor Day thing. So she lives a little further away even than I go to from work every day, so it's still a longer ride. Labor Day home traffic, three hours of traffic. So I'm like, oh, my God, man, this week has just been brutal, right? So... Um, I'm just happy it's over. We're kind of joking in, in, like on the phone on the way up. Like, oh, yeah, the week's almost done, blah, blah, blah. So now I get to her apartment, and um, I jump out of the car. I, I had a bottle of wine with me, and um, I'm walking, and a uh, a vandal, a criminal, a skunk, a skunk approaches me, loaded weapon in hand, tail facing me. Ready to spray. It's also late. And I assume any small animal that's out late at night has rabies. Every single one. I know skunks are supposed to be out at night, but I don't care. Still probably has rabies. So my first thought was it was a squirrel, a weird ass squirrel, because it's dark outside. So I'm like, oh man, that squirrel's got rabies. It's too dark for this. So I kind of like slowly started to walk away. Then I realized it was a skunk, and the skunk's weapon was pointed at my face. So then I was like, fuck, and I started to run. All right? I started to run. There's apparently ring camera footage of this. I don't want to see it. Um, If there's enough demand out there, if you want to throw it in the Chris 3 comments, like release the tapes. uh, If we have the ring camera footage and they're willing to, let me share it. Uh, I'll show you the rest of this. But I started to run, um, and there is a... I don't know if you'd call it a large rock in her in front of her apartment building, or if you would call it a a, a small mountain. Um, but I, it caught me off guard. I tried to scale the mountain, and I fell. I broke the bottle of wine into my hand. I slid down the rock in the saddest way you could slide down something, and that is where my injuries came from. I got into a car accident and just hopped right out. Um, but in the face of danger with a skunk, I, um, I folded. You know, I was a coward. And if I ever see it again, I'll probably run again because it won the first time and I'm not an idiot. So uh, that was my week so far. And now it's Tuesday. That feels like Monday. And I don't know what to expect going in. But uh, I did want to get this podcast out. I do want to put a post up for it. I want to get this thing back rolling again. I I do I love doing the pod. I'm excited for Nando to come back. I want to get uh, Palumbo back on because um, he's just my business guy that I go to with stuff like that and entrepreneurship. Uh, I want to get some good restaurant people on. I'll shoot from the stars a little bit because I, I want to get a lot of good advice. I want to talk to some smart people, and I want to do that with you. So forgive me if this history podcast turns into something of a, um, entrepreneurship lifestyle restaurant podcast. Anyone that knows me knows I won't do any of those things too seriously. So, um, stick with me. Thank you for sticking with me. I know I've been quiet all summer. Honestly, you wouldn't have listened this summer. We were all doing things. Taylor Swift had a tour. There's a question mark in the sky. Um... Aliens are here. There's a lot of shit going on. Chris really, really wasn't the the main priority for you guys this this summer either. Let's be honest. But let's work on it. All right. Let's work on it this fall together. There's gonna be so much to talk about. Um, I mean, I have a really, uh, I'm genuinely excited for the for the future for the first time. And I'm usually pretty worried about shit. So, um, not ever, first time ever, but like first time in a while where I just you know uh, I'm in control of everything. Um, Which scares me just a little bit Because I, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm like a baby that shouldn't be in control of anything at all And other times I feel like um, You know, I'm the best man for the job And I think that's a big part of what I'm walking into Is it's just kind of uh, Trying to come to grips with yourself And what you're good at and what you're not And stuff like that So um, hopefully my tone's not too serious I did one of these And it sounded like really sad So I never released it Um, I'm not sad though, everything's really good I'm excited I'm going to get some, uh, actually got to go to work. So now I'm going to go take that drive down. Um, any topics, if you, maybe if anybody out there, if you're starting your own thing this fall, uh, business, whatever, something that you're like taking a leap or you're thinking about taking a leap, I'll tell a quick little story. Um, I ran into Tom Colicchio, uh, from top chef, but you know, from craft and, and the restaurant world too. But, um, he's really a legendary chef in New York for kind of the places that he's opened and, and the the time that he came up. And um, I ran into him. We have zero Bravo connection whatsoever. I didn't even tell him about it. Actually, that's not true. I I was um I was a little drunk, but I was like, uh, "Hey Tom, um, I'm from New Jersey. I spent time on Bravo, and I I work in the restaurant business. So um, I, uh, I I just thought we'd have a lot of." Um, Things to talk about. And I was kind of, I'm not nervous. I met like Jay Z once and I wasn't nervous, but Tom Kalikia made me nervous. I think because he reminded me of my grandpa. He's not old like my grandpa, but like he looks just like him, like a young version of him. So, um, I, and uh, he was like, oh, and you know, he, he said what he said about Bravo, which is um, basically saying, you know, that's not your career, restaurants are, or, you know, that's not my career, restaurants are. And you know, of course, and um, basically it was like, What kind of restaurant are you opening? So I told him I was opening a restaurant, and here's the thing. I was not at the time. It was, uh, I guess, a a form of manifestation, but I just kind of wanted to say it because I was like, one day I am going to open a restaurant, and I'm going to want his advice, and I don't think I'll have that opportunity later. So fuck it. I'll just say that I'm opening one in the fall. And that was early, uh, really late last year. So um, I was right, which is awesome. Um, And he basically was just like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, I'm a little afraid. Um, which is what I was guessing I would feel. But I was more afraid because I was just blatantly lying. And um, and we were in one of his newer spots, actually. And he was like, I'm still afraid. You know, I, I'm still afraid every time I do anything. That's never going to go anywhere. Uh, so the fear is not going anywhere. What are you going to do about it? Like, are you going to work? Are you going to, you know, get your shit together? Do you feel confident about your product? And, you know, yeses all around. And he's like, then you're going to do great. Just, um, you know, as long as you're. Care as much as it seems like you do, and you know that was kind of it. There's the fear doesn't go anywhere, and um, um, not that anyone asked for that advice, but that was free. So yeah, if you have anybody that's kind of dealing with the same stuff, uh, if you wanted to treat it like dear Alby, like feel free to send me messages on Instagram or in the comments. I don't have a mailbag or anything, but uh, we could definitely talk about kind of trying new things. Cause that's basically what the theme of this is going to be. Is, is kind of taking a leap and. Uh, a lot of trusting your gut. You know that's been a lot of my uh, life the past few months, and it's going to be even more so the next couple of months. So uh, one day, hopefully, I could tell the whole story of, of these restaurants and kind of what's happened in the uh, in the process of getting them off the ground. Because uh, not not unique, not not crazy unique in this business, but it is a hell of a story. Um, again, it just involves a little bit too many people for me to just kind of air their shit so uh, maybe after uh, they listen to this episode and a few more and they decide they want to be involved but uh, in the meantime I had to get to work so um, thank you for being patient with Christery. if you see any skunks out there give them the finger Um, later